My favorite are weddings. Yeah. And they're the most challenging. But it's just the most rewarding to yeah. me because it's the best day of somebody's life. Yeah. And to be able to be a part of that and to really help make somebody's dream, you know, come true is like there's there's no better feeling. Hi, I'm Ariel Charnas and this is In-House, my podcast about all the happenings in my life. Whether it's fashion, entrepreneurship, marriage, or mom life, you'll hear it all right here on In-House. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of In-House with me, Arielle Charnas. If you follow me on Instagram, you know I love to throw special birthday parties for my kids, especially over the summer. And for all logistics and details, I turn to my event planner, Cassandra Bett, who every time has helped create some of the best nights of my family's lives and days. So I am excited to welcome Cassandra to the podcast today. We'll get to know her a little more, but after spending several years with Mindy Weiss Party Consultants, Cassandra started her own event coordination company. Now she has become a top name in event coordination, creating magical moments, both grand and intimate. She specializes in creating unforgettable, one-of-a-kind celebrations, exquisitely tailored to each client's tastes and needs, which she truly excels at, as I would know. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Cass. I am so happy you're doing this. Me too. Thank you for having me. Of course. I think this was like, it, this makes so much sense. Like, I feel like everyone that follows me knows you and they want to know about what you do. I mean, I think it's really hard to understand how much work goes into your job. It is, it takes a very certain kind of person to put up with what you put up with. Let's talk about how we first met and what was the first party you put together for me. So we met through my old boss, through Mindy Weiss, and she had set us up. I think it was Ruby's, was it the, it was the ice cream party, right? Yep. Museum of Ice Cream. And I remember being so excited because I was a, I was a fan of yours. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I can't believe it. It was so funny. And then we, I mean, that was kind of the beginning. We met and like instantly you know, gravitated towards each other. Well, and one, it was the it was the most extravagant kids birthday party we did. Yes, definitely. And then the next day, COVID hit. It was that was the craziest thing ever. And then we like took a hiatus. Actually. Well, no, you still you still were able to do Esme's, but we made it very I remember like tiny, uh, so tiny. It was just for family and it was super COVID friendly. You did like you had, were you even there? I feel no, like. No, it was just, it was the Mickey Mouse. The Mickey Mouse. everything. As my second birthday. It was her second birthday. And I think it was in, was it in your in-law's backyard or was it in your? No, it was a house that we rented out east. Right, right, right. And it was only your family. Yep. But yeah, the ice cream party was epic. I loved that party so much. That was so much fun. It was such a great, like, way to kick off our relation. Well, not with everything that happened afterwards, but it was a great way to kick off our relationship because I feel like it really like set the tone of like like For how sure. we work together, you know. But aside from our the parties that we've done together, let's uh, talk about your start in your career and how you came to go off on your own and do this. Yeah. So I had originally I studied Spanish and psychology, and I thought that I was going to really. Yeah, I thought I was going to work with underprivileged children. That's what that was really my goal. And I had done right out of school from USC. I started to do 
you know, some volunteer stuff and kind of get my feet wet in that. And it really takes a special type of person. I just couldn't separate myself from it at the end of the day. So yeah, I realized I sort of needed to 180 and um, try something else. And I always loved planning parties, you know, whether it was for myself or friends or, you know, my sorority kind of just really loved the creative side of things and, and the planning and the organization and all that. And I had known of Mindy because everybody knows Mindy and (laughs) I had applied for an internship and then I ended up getting hired a few months later. And then after a few years in LA, it was time for a change. I was fortunate enough to have Mindy's blessing to come East and open her East Coast office. And then about a year and a half later, I bro- we broke off separately. I broke off on my own with Mindy's blessing, of course. And the rest is kind of history. Everything became word of mouth. The career sort of just blossomed and helped it, you know, happened. And I was going to say, I think it really speaks to your your relationship and the way you worked for her, you know, for someone to break off and for her to write me and say, you should hire. (laughs) You know what I mean? I think that's that says a lot. I think that's really nice. Yeah, no, she's been an unbelievable mentor and like a second mom to me. And she's so talented. And it's I couldn't have better training under my under my wheel. So were you scared to go off on your own? Like, I was scared. I mean, you know, it was it was something that had to be done because I think at the end of the day, there's only one Mindy and people wanted the face. And so it, for yeah. her, it's better to be LA and destination as opposed to having a specific office somewhere just because people want her, right? right? I mean, like yeah. understandably nothing, you know, yeah. personal. So it just, it, it made sense. And then it was very scary. She had actually put me in touch at the time with Darcy Miller, who was a senior editor for Martha Stewart Weddings. And Darcy was also instrumental in helping me uh, launch my career. Right. She had introduced me to some amazing clients who are still my clients. It's going to be 10 years now in October. I moved here two days before Hurricane Sandy. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was crazy. If you had to choose, like, what's your favorite? Do you like doing bat mitzvahs, birthday parties, wedding? Like, what's, what's the easiest, but what's, like, the most challenging and the most fun? There's no easy ones. <laughs> My favorite are weddings. Yeah. And they're the most challenging. Yeah. You know, we love a challenge. Right. But it's just the most rewarding to yeah. me because... I can't imagine. It's the best day of somebody's life. Yeah. And to be able to be a part of that and to really help make somebody's vision and dream you know, come true is like, there's, there's no better feeling like seeing a bride oh my see God, a ballroom for the imagine. first time yeah. or, you know, for the first look with the, with her husband. It's just, right. there's a feeling that like, you can't explain. That's just like, I helped so create cool. this. So can you walk us through what goes into event planning? Like how soon do you start planning a wedding, bat mitzvah, birthday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for a wedding, it's typically, you know, one to two years out. 
And same with bar and bat mitzvahs. A lot of that is a function of the um, the school calendars. They like the yeah. kids to have them so that there's not two on the same day. They book quite far out. And then for, you know, anniversaries and milestone parties, people typically have a date in mind if it's something, you know, really yeah. special. So that can be anywhere from six months, you know, to a year beforehand. And then with the kids' parties... You know, if we have the dates far enough in advance, it's great just because the summer books up so fast. But, you know, if you call me and you need something in a week, I'm there. So it's I'm like, just like smiling over here and laughing because I don't think I've ever given you more notice than like a week and a half. No, Bailey's pretty, Bailey's pretty good at the beginning of the summer oh. of like giving me some dates. It's brutal. But, you know, sometimes it's sometimes the challenge is fun of having to be creative in a short period of time. But it's certainly you. It's certainly stressful, but it always comes together. Like how has things, cha- how have th- like things changed or evolved since you first started like now with drones and like people wanting photo booths? Like, do you see a lot of like new things coming into parties? Yeah. I mean, definitely the drones have been around for a while. I think that they're becoming more commonplace now, probably yeah, yeah. because they're less expensive than they used to be. Interesting. And more videographers, you know, use them, but obviously you have to be outside for that. Right. But like in terms of novel items, I mean, things change with trends, just like with fashion. Right. So for a while, you know, everything was green and white. Now color is definitely coming back. Right. Um, At weddings, you know, we used to do like monograms on dance floors. Now we're seeing like wallpaper prints and, and florals and hand painted you know, images from invitations and things like that. I think we're starting to move a stray a tiny bit from the very rustic chic look and moving into a little bit more garden-y, but on a more like Italian kind of sophisticated level. So it just really, it depends on sort of what type of party and how kind of those trends, trends change. So is there do you, is there like a new idea that you have that you haven't had a chance to add into an event yet that you're like dying to? Well, it was actually, yes. Funny enough. It was oh, something curious. that we were going to do for you. What? I like had this dream about doing these giant lampshades. Remember we picked fabric? Oh, yeah. That would have been so cool. Almost like a tree, but like a giant lampshade with different, different fabrics. And just to be like a, a tall kind of... Love that decor element, whether or not it, you know, shed light would be very cool. But, right. But I think executing that from scratch is challenging, but I, I will do it eventually. I guess we have to have another another party. Yeah, exactly. I do love the idea of like indoor decor, like outside. Like, I think it's so cool to have like lampshades and things like that, like on tables. Like there's 100%. something very like old school and like. Mm-hmm. everybody's always know. talking about bringing the outside in, which I love also, you know, I bringing in trees and flowers and all that. But I'm with you. There's something to bringing it's the, cool. the, in the indoors out, right? Like oh, yeah. Things that are unexpected. Yeah. A lampshade, a bed. Yeah. It's so cool. Things that are kind of right. out of what you would expect. Right. Are always interesting to people. Yeah. So what would you say are your greatest joys of event planning? Definitely my clients. Yeah, that's nice. And the relationships, 100%. Like, 
That's so nice. Some of the people that I'm closest to now are people that I've worked with. Yeah. Done events for and learning about them and their families and watching it all come together. And then I love the creative side of things. So yeah, the numbers part of all of it. I can do, but it's not where I thrive. Your least favorite, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But just really like coming up with fun ideas and having creative license. Like I love working with you because you always just let me kind of do what I want. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, this is the theme. Just let me know. Is that the best kind of client to just like, yeah, like have someone that's, because it gives you freedom. Yeah. It's so funny. I had a, a interior decorator on the podcast and when I was interviewing her, I said, I'm maybe I'm just like that because I'm like that with decor too. Like I don't know anything about decorating a home. And I'm the kind of client that's just like, this is like the vibe I like and like do whatever you want. And she said the same thing. She's like, that's literally like the best kind of client. Like they give you a little bit of guidance and then they're like, just go free. A hundred percent with the creative being because, you know, but you're smart because you're hiring somebody and you're you're spending money and you're spending energy and you're spending time. So that's the best thing you can do because you're you you're getting the best out of their expertise right by letting them thrive where they thrive. I think it's really important to like be aware of things that you're not good at and like let someone else take over the like it's a very like for me I'm very I'm right away I'm like I could not do that. And I'm going to just find the person that like I feel has my kind of vibe and just let them do what they do best. Totally. As long as you have good trust and, you know, you establish a budget ahead of time. I feel like that's, yeah, that's ideal because then, you know, I mean, we have such a good relationship, but you can call me and say like, I need this on whatever day. And I know sort of, I know what you like. I know what you don't like, but it's also, it allows me free reign to, make the most of what I can for you. Right. And just, but yeah, that's my favorite, definitely my favorite kind of, of client, uh, is, is like you. Aw, thanks. <laughs> Are there any events that you're particularly, like, proud of? I, I would say I'm, I'm proud of all my events because I've never had a client after an event, not be thrilled. Right. But they're, they're always like, I mean, the, the texts that I get and the the letters and the gifts and the everything, it's just, it's, it's overwhelming. Right. I think that just really being able to execute any event on a level that exceeds your client's expectations is like the best feeling ever. Even if it's like, I'm sure for five kids. Yeah. And you make somebody's day, you know, it's like, it doesn't matter the magnitude. It's just the power of, of how happy you can make someone, which is why I love what I do because it's all about happy occasions. Yeah. What, which event for, for my family has been your favorite? That's so hard. (laughs) I feel like I, I feel like our last one, yeah, like, we I mean, like your party was like the your thirty fifth was definitely one of my favorites. It was the most stressful. It was the most intense. Like there was so if if I feel like it was the most rewarding at the end yes, for all of us. Totally, like know? being that pregnant and that you know hormonal <laughs> and having but so many moving parts like dealing with like 
the partners we were working with, like yeah. there was just so much involved in this right. one. And I feel like having a lot of outside partners yeah. um, definitely was challenging. Yeah. And I think that seeing like how much fun you and Brandon had and, and everybody, oh but that was like, that was everyone, that was so much fun. Is that your favorite one? You think for you, I would say it's between that and the ice cream and the museum of ice cream. Yeah. Just because for the museum of ice cream, it was the first like really big balloon installation that I had done. There was also a lot of partners with that too. Not, it was a different, like it was done differently, but I feel like we had outside partners for that too. Oh, totally. Like and I haven't worked with anybody. Yeah. But it's just, it's more a function of knowing of having yeah. control over it to make sure that like you're going to be right. happy in the end. Right. And I think that that's all a function of organization yeah. and communication. Just making sure that everyone's on the same page and everyone knows right. exactly what to expect and who is responsible for what. Right. So that nothing falls through the cracks. But I just loved, I loved that party. I loved, you know, seeing. It was like all, everyone was like drunk and partying. And then you see this like pregnant person like waddling around. (laughs) It was so cute. But yeah, and that's why I'd say the ice, I'd say, I'd say the first and the last. Well, not the last, of course, but the last one that we, most recent. Yeah, I would agree. Although Ruby's, you weren't there, but like that, her birthday party in Florida was really amazing. Yeah, that was special. And that you did it from afar. Like, it was really impressive how you were able to do that and not actually be there. Thank you. Like, that's a good thing to know about you as a party planner is that like you were able to execute like such a fun, special birthday party. It looked so on brand to you and like how you do your parties, even without you there. Thank so you. like that, that speaks a lot to you as a, as a planner. I was sad to miss that, but it's COVID. Yeah, of course. Why do you think we work well together? Why do I think we do? I... Do we? <laughs> yes. Are you kidding me? I love you. I think we work well together um, because we're both, you know, female entrepreneurs and we both respect each other and respect our place sort of in like you trusting me me trusting you to know that you're going to let me do what I want in a responsible way without being micromanaged. Yep. I think that, you know, I have, have been since the beginning, a huge fan of yours and love and respect what you do. So I think that that also lends itself to, to me really want, I mean, of course with anybody, you, with any client, you want to make them happy, but I think that that that's, definitely been instrumental in you know the execution of things and we're both moms and we love our families so much in common and we kind of do what we do for our families yeah we both like to have a good time why do you think we work well together (laughs) I actually think you like nailed it like for me it's really I just feel like we both respect each other and, and what we do totally and we kind of like like what you said, like, we don't, I don't micromanage you. Like, I think that you're very talented and I'm thank you honored to have you put together our parties and events and whatever. And I feel like you, since you followed me, like you kind, you just understand me and what I, you know, I like. And, and I just think it's like such a nice balance. Totally. We, we want to work together and we both want the same, we have the same goal and we always, like, I feel like we just work well together in that way. You totally. Know? 
like an open communication and just always, you know, totally. I think it's really nice that we have that. And I feel like we've built a friendship. Yeah, off me of too. It too. So. Going into um, motherhood, you're a mom of two and about to have your third in a week. Did you always want to be a mother? Did you always want to have a big family? I always wanted to be a mom. I never thought I'd have three. I always thought I'd have two. But your first, you're, you have twins. I have twins. Sorry, yes. I have yeah. twins. Um, who are three. And I never expected to have twins. You're having a boy next, right? I'm having a boy. And I told, I, I definitely thought one and done, but, you know, things happen. And yeah. <laughs> we are, we're very, very excited. I think it'll be really great for my kids to have a younger sibling. Oh my God, it'll be so nice. I mean, the biggest blessing of twins is they have each other. Yeah. But you also never get to see them be an older sibling. Right. So I think that that's something that we're really looking forward to. Yeah. I can't believe it's in a week from now. A week and a half. I know. It's so crazy. Oh, it flew, 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 flew. This pregnancy was so much easier for me because it you wasn't had twins two. twins first. Exactly. This whole, the, forget the pregnancy. Having the one baby after twins is going to be like, you're going to be like, right. this is a breeze. That's what everyone says. I yeah. know. I know. Does Navy feel so much like easier by the time you like? Yeah. Yeah. I still have like the same like with things that like I'm like, why am I like I've already done this twice. Like, why am I freaking out about this totally. like, rash? Like, I'm like, I've done it. Why is it still a thing? But she's also like the easiest baby and just she's a so pleasure. easy. She's the best. She's yeah, like she's always so happy. Sweet, always happy. I know. I'm so hoping for that. You, how do you balance your role as a mom with your job because your job is very time consuming yeah so we have an amazing nanny who we love of course yeah. um that goes without saying that I would not function without her right um but my husband is also unbelievable like he's he you know if I have to work late he'll he'll he puts the kids down he's helpful That's with nice cooking and cleaning and everything um to that so I'm, I'm super fortunate on that end and he has a very demanding job as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. But in terms of, you know, weekends, it's one of the main reasons why I like being on my own is that I can control what I do and don't take on. Right. So I'm able to, I'm fortunate enough, I should say, to be able right. to pick and choose what I do so that I can still have a life and be there right. with my kids. But, you know, also know that, when opportunities present themselves, you know, I love to work as well. And I I, I love what I do. So yeah, it makes me happy. It's definitely, it's definitely a balancing game. Trying not to work every single weekend. Yeah. Although I have so much respect for people that do. Well, yeah. (laughs) Certain times of the year are crazier than others, as you know. Right. Right. Of course. Obviously summer is, it's just what it is. It's just the season of, so and then also just like having a dialogue with the kids that like they know what I'm not going to be here, but there's going to be, you know, Sylvia or my mother-in-law or my, right. my husband. Right. Um, right. You know, we have a great support network here. Yeah. And, you know, I get home on as early as possible on Sunday. <laughs> um, right. Right. And so, you know, knowing when to ask for help and have coverage is also super important. Yeah. You know, obviously having somebody there for breakdown, but not necessarily me because right. I want to be there for my kids. So right, 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 of course. No, it's all a balancing act, you know. So do you 
have advice for people starting out in the business and event planning? Any advice? I think you just have to really be kind and and be kind to everybody because I think that it it pays off so much, you know, for your vendors. They'll they'll yep. bend over backwards for you. Um, and they do. And I'm not saying just be kind as a self as a to fulfill, you know, <laughs> so that you get something in return. But I just think that it, I think that sugar goes so much farther. Of course. And it's the easiest thing to do. And it's the easiest thing to do. And um, to believe in yourself and have confidence, you know, nothing, not everything is going to go the way you want. Right. And things happen. And really being able to recognize that we're all human and that, even if something does happen, some of the best memories and some of the best solutions mm-hmm. come from adversity. So like, you know, it starts to pour rain and, you know, people are freaking out at a party and you end up, you know, dancing in the rain with these unbelievable pictures of course, you know, you, you've planned to have a tent, but sometimes people right. decide, some, some not. You know, necessity is the mother of invention. Sometimes we come up with really fun, out-of-the-box ideas based on, uh, like, for example, at your party, when they had to watch that hockey game, <laughs> if you remember. That was and insane. we were hanging linens from the sheets to make our <laughs> own screen. But hey, it worked. Like... And we had so much fun. And it's one of my favorite, like, memories of the party is, like, having me pregnant on a ladder, don't tell my mom, um, (laughs) with Brandon and his friends, like, holding me up um, (laughs) to hang the the linen. So ridiculous. But it's just, like, you know, little things like that. Like, finding finding humor in the challenges. Ride through the waves, yeah. Yeah. Riding through the waves, having confidence and being kind. That's really what I I would say is, like. I love that. Is what is what rides, you know, is the yeah. best way to be. Not getting angry and screaming at people because I see writers right. do that all Taking the time. Taking a deep breath. It's yeah. just not worth it. Gets you nowhere. Yeah. And how can our audience keep up with you and follow you? Where? What's your website, your Instagram? So my website is CassandraBetEvents.com. And my Instagram is uh, at CassandraBetEvents. Well, I love you and thank you for joining me on thank the podcast. Thank you for having me. Of course. And I'll see you guys when you're back in the city. Yeah, soon. And thank you to all the listeners out there. You can reach out to us with any questions about the podcast or who you want us to bring on next. DM us on Instagram at Something Navy and we'll see you next week. That's a wrap for today's episode of In-House. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week with more thoughtful discussions and amazing guests. Make sure you follow on Spotify and Apple Podcasts so you never miss an episode. And of course, follow me at Ariel Charnis and at Something Navy. See you next week.